Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I just got a text from Derek. He says, Liam is up already. He had a bad dream. It was about a governor that had two kids knocking door to door. <laughs> you told him not to answer it, but somehow the governor saw his head poke out the window and started to break down the door. He said it was weird and it felt like it lasted hours. That's because, you know, Gary Gray has come to our door like 15 times. Your child's been traumatized by politicians knocking on your door. Lefty Klein coming. and I mean, they're nice guys, but like they always come when I'm naked. How many times in the shower? Uh, They've probably each come. That's horrible planning. Four times. They should blanket one neighborhood at a time and never go back. But the thing is, they come at like four. You know, nobody's home from work yet. You are. Well, I mean, I have a weird schedule, but why wouldn't you come until... And so every time I run downstairs half naked and I'm like, stay still. It's like a Jehovah's Witness. Stay still. (laughs) Don't move. They'll sense you're inside. Why don't you guys just answer the door? I'm half naked. I'm literally always like either in the shower. I have my sports bra on and a pair of shorts or something like that. That's and I'm what like, I'm looking for them to see, man. I'll tell you, the last time Jehovah's naked, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. came to the door, I was working out. I took most of my clothes off. Really? Yeah, I go, hey, what's up? Yeah, we're never coming back to that. And they, Maybe that's the, the method I need to take. I haven't had one knock since. Yeah. Can you deliver the good news, though, that... The Facebook Live video that we just did is now under investigation for a song that sounded too much like a song that airs on the radio and who was singing it. I was singing it. I told you. Didn't I say it when I was singing it? I'm like, there's times over the last 15 years have I seen you so proud (laughs) as to the fact that our Facebook Live video that we just cut is now banned in Bulgaria and Russia because it sounds like music from Bulgaria and Russia. They can't handle this over there. (laughs) That's why. You want Bulgaria to get hit with this talent like all in one? I don't think so. Imagine you're doing 80 miles an hour down the freeway. You're looking at the guy passing you to the left. And as you look up, you realize that a dump truck has collided with a semi and you're coming up on it at 80 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Heart attack. Your family is in your SUV with you and you panic. You hit the brakes as hard as you can. The anti-lock kicks in and you have to swerve into the ditch through the guardrail to avoid hitting a dump truck, which is not going to move if you hit it. Yeah. That happened to my friend last weekend. That could have turned out tragic. I think it was. It would have been Friday because Saturday I was talking to him at the at the football game, and he's like, "And I almost died, man." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you hit a dump truck at even thirty or forty miles an hour, you're going to get messed up." You know what I was thinking about the other, not the other day, but um. So I have never. I've always given my phone to my kid, you yeah. know, in the back seat, and um, thankfully. Because then it's not in arm's reach. But one time I remember we were driving. It was like four years ago. And I just glanced down because someone had texted me. And we were in back of a semi. And I stopped, no joke, paper length away. Like, that's how close I was. And I just started thinking of Mariska Hargitay and her mom being decapitated because they were in that convertible. And they went right under that That vehicle. Yes, that's how Jane Mansfield died. I didn't know that. Yes. I mean, it's scary stuff. Put your phone away. I have not texted and drove since. So I thought we could harvest some of these stories because everybody's been in a situation where you're like, and then I almost died. I got to get your story. 
And it's got to end with, and I almost died. Okay, so I was told that I almost died. Okay, so it was after one of my surgeries. I think it was after I got my crap bag off. Okay. Was it? No, it was before I got my crap bag off. So I was like, remember how sick I was? I'd come in studio. I'd be like sweating and then I'd be freezing and sweating. And I was just like rotting from the inside out. And so I remember I was at my mother-in-law's. You were like a gourd. I was like a gourd. Uh, Like an overripe gourd. Good analogy. And so I was at my mother-in-law's and I was taking a nap because I was just like so tired. I had no energy. She had taken Liam down to her neighbor Heidi's house. And I remember I like opened my eyes and I couldn't like speak and I was so thirsty and I could only think of getting into the bathtub and like I was losing my mind. Drinking your own bath water? And I laid under and I could barely turn the faucet on and it was like dripping on my lip. It was like, it was crazy looking back now. And then I remember I had on this dress, it was like a tube top dress and Then my mother-in-law comes home, finds me in the bathtub, uh, gets me in the car, brings me to the ER, and I had no vein for IVs, nothing. They couldn't find anything. They cut my dress off. Um, I had an adult diaper on because I was like, I didn't know. I, I did not know what was happening with my body. And so they, I was out of it. They like septic? Um, almost. Uh, and then they said I was going into kidney failure and they were, it was scary. It was scary stuff. And they were like any longer and she could have died. And Derek's just like, that is just crazy. That was your excuse for missing the show. (laughs) Sometimes I just want you to give it 10 seconds before something comes out of your mouth. (laughs) Just 10 seconds. See what, see where it gets you. Did you, but did you die? (laughs) Obviously I did not, but I almost died. It was it was a wild ride. I never told the story while my parents were alive because uh, even as an adult, I was uh, afraid that my dad would whoop me. Yeah, um, because okay. so like uh, my parents would ship me out to my uncle's farm uh, a lot to to help with chores and to kind of keep me out of trouble in the summer. And I was probably fourteen, and this is this is how old I am, guys. <clears throat> he didn't have a four wheeler; he had a three wheeler. Right, to help with the chores. Yeah. And I was never supposed to ride it because they're pretty unsafe, right? So it was always my uncle would ride it. He would, you know, we'd pull a small cart behind it sometimes. But we were all the way at the end of uh, the property. And he goes, hey, run back, get the four-wheeler, hook the car, or the three-wheeler, hook the car to it, and <clears throat> and bring it over. And so what I thought is I'd go around the barn at least once because it's fun, right? Yeah. And as I turned the corner, it was the combine was parked right there. <gasps> and I jumped off like I bailed yeah and the three-wheeler hit the combine and I I mean I was inches away from blades like so it would have taken your could have severed me right there and uh and luckily the the three-wheeler hit the very edge of the combine and just stopped there so it's still running yeah and there's a cart behind it the cart's three inches from my head my head's about four inches away from a blade I get back on it like nothing ever happened yeah nice and slow all the way across the property all the way down to the edge of the field you doing okay yep you're good yep I'm good I'm gonna go back I'm gonna get a drink of water okay like it took me about 15 20 minutes to get my head straight yeah the fact that I was like that close that to, young knowing yeah. that mortality could be literally right around the corner. And all I cared about was like, oh, my God, I almost missed our baseball game tonight. Like that was when you're 14. God. That's all you care about. Yeah. Right. But I never mentioned it to my mom and my dad. because My dad would have freaked out. It would have been even as an adult. 
he'd have wigged out on me. Are you stupid? <laughs> like yeah. it would have been one of those kind of conversations. So if you got one you want to share, 251-1047. And you almost died. So the second half of my day starts with me walking out to football practice. We have our first playoff game tonight. Yeah. Walk out the door. And I hear blaring from the football field. Take me to church. Nice. I'm like, oh. Who brought the bows? Who brings the music? Uh, I don't know. We have one. And then we just play it during practice for some background music. Okay. And I stopped and I went, well, it's a private Catholic school. Take me to church. Oh, but wait. Yeah. What does that song mean? Oh. <laughs> and nobody seemed to care. It was yeah. just funny that these kids were listening to Do it. Do they have nuns on campus? No. Oh. There's a father there. Father Doug. The hottie, huh? He's a nice guy. He's so like hot. He's With uh, the beard, pretty right? down to earth. Yeah. Relax oh. there. Hormony. <laughs> uh, what'd you do yesterday? Um, I was running errands and I was um, in Waite Park and I get a phone call from Liam's school nurse. And I saw it on my phone. I'm like, uh. That's the worst feeling, man. I wasn't even going to answer it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I have like three more places. Give him some Tylenol. He'll be all right. No doubt. And so I answered and she goes, Hi. Uh, he threw up, so he needs to go home. I'm like, okay, I'll come and get him. So half hour later, I get there because I was in Wade Park, so I had to drive that far. And I walk in, I go, what's up, Barf Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher laughed, but he's never seen the Simpsons, so he didn't know what I was saying. So joke lost on him, but she goes, I think it was the mac and cheese. I go, how do you know? She goes, because it was all mac and cheese that mm. he threw up. But Was anybody else getting sick from it? No. We got in the car and he goes, God, that the texture. It was just like, uh, it, was, um, it wasn't It was creamy. It was, um, how do you describe it? Like, well, he's got a really sensitive tongue there. Oh, huh? my God. Well, when we were at Disney, he just saw an onion and he threw up. He didn't even <laughs> eat that onion. He saw it and he vomited all over Derek. And so he's always been like that where it's like a texture thing. And so we get in the car and I'm like, all right, how you feeling now? He's like, great. Yeah. Let's go home. I was like, I knew it was going to be like that. So I picked him up. And so that's a um, rule, though. If your kid throws up at school, you got to kick him out. Is and, that kind of the thing? And today. Oh, wait, what? He's got to be gone today. Just because so, he threw up from some mac and cheese? I know, but they think that maybe it could be something more. And so he's going to stay home today. But Listen, he, it should be, hey, is he running a temperature? Does he feel crappy? If so, please keep him home. Yeah. So I uh, took him home. He took a nap. He did his homework that they still assigned him. And uh, I did some cleaning. I made the meatloaf muffins that are always a hit with some asparagus on a mountain of mashed potatoes. And that was my night. I sat in the hot tub for 40 minutes last night. God, I found one. Did you see the one I found at Costco? Did I talk to you about it? Yeah, you you told me about it. uh, I really want it. I really want it. And I know it's going to be kind of like... Hard to maintain. It's good but therapy, I want though. It. It's worth it. Uh, my, I tweaked <sighs> my back at the gym, and it was just one of those really nagging things. And then yeah. stood outside for football practice, and it just stiffened and it stiffened and it stiffened. I went home. I said, "Hey, Trish, you want to jump in the hot tub?" Yeah. Like forty minutes, we sat out there just sweating. It was good stuff. Nice. Loose as a goose, man. I'm like cream corn right now. Yeah. Woo! You look like a noodle. Radio paparazzi. Bad behavior has been like the topic of conversation at like too many places of James Corden at this restaurant. He is now setting the record straight on his show. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in New York with some friends and we went for breakfast at one of my absolute favorite restaurants. It's a place called Balthazar. And I genuinely, I love it there. The service, if I lived in New York, 
I'd go every day. We ordered and my wife explained that she has a, a serious food allergy. As her meal came wrong to the table the third time, in the heat of the moment, I made a sarcastic, rude comment about cooking it myself. And it is a comment I deeply regret. Okay, so I probably would have said something similar. Yeah, I would too if they screwed it up three times. I'm going to be honest with you. If, if this is like one of those uh, restaurants that celebrities go to, you kind of have to be on your game. And if that's the case, then I think if it would kill my wife or my husband or make them feel a certain way, I need to stick up for them. Leslie Jordan, I'm so sad about this. I follow him on Instagram, followed him. He died yesterday at 67, so he was behind the wheel and they suspect that he suffered from some sort of medical emergency. What are y'all doing? (laughs) This is awful. It's still March. (laughs) How many days in March? My mother holding up the steps asking me who I'm talking to. (laughs) I'm talking to my friends. (laughs) Oh my God, he was so funny. I remember this story he told and he was like, my mom and her sister, they were on a road trip to Kissimmee, Florida. And they stop off for some food and they started to argue, is it Kissimmee or is it Kissimmee? And so they go to the woman behind the register and they said, how do you pronounce where we are? And she says, Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this guy is just a treasure. So gone too soon. Chelsea Handler, she wants Kanye West locked up. As a Jewish woman, I am beseeching all media outlets to stop giving Kanye West airtime to spew his anti-Semitic vitriol. Somebody needs to put him in a locker, whether that be a meat locker or a real locker or a foot locker. (laughs) Um, I have made the vow now to not air any more Kanye at all in my paparazzis. I think it like totally highlights anything terrible that he could say that incites just hatred and it's just not necessary and she's feeling it too. It does uh, seem like he's not helping anything right not now. Not at all. Not his, like sh- I think Kim has a pretty good case to get full custody if you ask me. Uh, like I would be worried about him brainwashing my children with what he is spreading to the world. But uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer, Camila Vasquez, um, she dropped him after two days. He picked her up as a lawyer and she said that because he refused to retract his anti-Semitic statements that she's just not going to hop on board with that. Blowing out their candles today, we have R&B star Ciara turning 37. God, she is fine. She like just keeps Doesn't getting age. better. Uh, Katy Perry is 38 and Craig Robinson from The Office is 51. Um, when I showed you this, what was your first initial thought? It's My a- first initial thought was, whoa, there's a short skirt. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's a cute outfit and she's got the body for it. Mm-hmm. And her name is Tracy. And she sent us a text and she said, JJ, what do you think of this dress? She wanted a guy's opinion. Felt like I was getting set up there. Really? Like it was one of my wife's friends. Is that why you did a thumbs up? And that's like, it. Yep. That thumbs looks up. great. <laughs> I didn't want to look too hard at it. But here, here's the deal. It would catch the attention of every guy. Um, What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that if you don't act that's, on it? Because that's not your intent, is it? Is your intent? This, to me, this dress has clear intent to have people look at my body. Who wouldn't want that? Okay, so one, Tracy's got a great body. Uh, she's dressing for her body type. She's married. This is her text. It says, my husband, he's upset with me for wanting to wear this. 
for Friday night's girls night. It's our annual night out and we love it. Uh, She says that he said it looks like I'm dressing like I'm single. I'm trying to tell him that is just for dinner and drinks with the girl and that's it. I completely agree with the girls. If my wife would just if she if my wife wore this and said, I'm going out with my friends, we're going to have a couple of drinks. I would go, whoa, are you serious? I wish more men understood that we don't we don't dress for you guys. We dress for women. We dress for other women because we know women want to look at your booty. That's not even it. It's like we want other women to be like, oh, my God, girl, you look awesome. Or we dress for ourselves. If you have a great body and you work for that, like. I would want no other opinion around me. Like, that's where the trust comes in. This is her husband. Shouldn't he have trust in the fact that she's going to go out with the girls and it's okay if other guys look? She's not going home with them. It's just an outfit. Oh, I watched a TikTok last night. This guy, he was so adorably supportive. His girlfriend tried on five dresses and they were all very form fitting. She had a great body, blonde. She looked like a Barbie doll. And every one of them, he like, was her biggest hype man. And he was like, girl, that's an eight out of 10. Oh my God, that's a nine out of 10. Look at your booty. That looks amazing. And he's like, you're going to have so much fun. All guys should react like that. If you're secure. Then I'm insecure. Are you really? I, would I you just, consider yourself insecure? Because no, you have I something to worry all. about? No, I'm just like, it, 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 that's not a dress you wear out with your friends for a couple of drinks. Tracy, I just say... Do what I did in middle school, and you just wear a different outfit when you leave. You know, <laughs> Who cares? And then just tell all your girls, listen, no photos tonight. No photos tonight. No selfies, because I got to rock this dress. Why I'm do not, you have to wear it? Why can't you just wear a pair of jeans? Why can't she wear it? Just saying. Because that, cause that's not, uh, hey, we're going to have a couple of drinks and a couple laughs outfit. So now it's you're not. implying that it's because of what she's wearing. It Absolutely it is. That, that, <laughs> oh my that God. dress is made to get looks. All right, let's get greasy. It's Greasy Foods Day. National Greasy Foods Day. So let's just picture it. You are hungry, and where do you go? Like, what do you eat? Your first hungover meal of the morning. It would have to be some kind of a a chicken strip basket. A chicken strip basket or with a, the gravy and the yeah, Texas toast from a grill and chill. Probably not on a hangover. Oh. I could do a like a Philly cheesesteak though, full of green peppers. Oh, girl, that'd be it. Yeah, I would love a huge plate of crispy corned beef hash out the can. Like, I don't want that fresh stuff out the can, and then a side of bacon, sunny side up eggs, and a huge mug of coffee. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Why do we do this to ourselves? We celebrate. Didn't, you did. I know. Celebrate today, National Greasy Foods Day. Don't feel guilty because. You have to celebrate. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.